0: It's time to get intentional about your vision so you can create lasting change in your community. Learn the skills and strategies you need to become the grant writer the world needs. Let's do this. Hey friends, welcome to episode 50. I am excited to reach this milestone. I really didn't think I would be here already, but here we are. For those of you who are new, I started the podcast back in October of 2020, and here it is. It's been downloaded in over 65 countries, which just blows my mind. That is so cool. So hello to all of you from all over the world, whatever corner you are in, it's good to have you here. I am excited to share with you that I was a podcast guest this last week on the Groupfinity podcast with Anthony Wilson. He is a nonprofit expert. He has so much experience volunteering and working with nonprofits. And he had reached out and asked if I would come on and talk about grant writing. So that was a lot of fun to talk with him and kind of get that different perspective of someone else who works with nonprofits in that volunteer capacity. And to explain some of the basics of grant writing, he asked some great questions. I will link to that in the show notes so you can click over and find that easily if you want to go catch that episode. Now, today, because this is episode 50 and kind of a milestone, I was trying to think of something fun to celebrate it a little bit. And I thought, you know, let's just talk about how grant writing can be kind of creative and how to nurture creativity in your grant writing. Because, I mean, let's face it, it probably does kind of have a bad rap. It sounds boring to some people, and maybe it is for certain types of personalities and skill sets. It would just be torture. But for some of us, we just love digging down a good research rabbit hole. We like playing with the data and the numbers and figuring out how to craft things. We like the wording and the writing and really getting creative with how to explain something. And there are times that kind of like with any type of writing, the creativity just seems to flow. But then there are other times we feel like we hit a wall. We just don't know what to say. We can't figure out how to word something. It's just not coming together. And so while grant writing can be a little dry, it can also be really creative and innovative. It takes a lot of creativity to be able to put together a good program and tie all those threads together in a way that makes sense and that works really well for the nonprofit. And for the funder, because you want it to be a win-win for both. You don't want to twist something out of shape just to fit a program that's really not right for you. You don't want to bend your mission and get everything all out of joint if something is not a good fit. And so this creativity is important to nurture. This idea of creativity with grant writing has come up several times this week. And because of that, I thought, you know, that would be a really good topic to talk about. In the Fast Track to Grant Writer, we were having a conversation about different ways to present information. And the thing is, a lot of times in grant applications, they won't always tell you exactly how to do something. They might just ask this broad question like, why does your population need these services? Or describe the need in your community and how you know that this is an actual need and not a perceived need. They're not gonna tell you exactly how to explain that or how to show that. So sometimes you have to get creative and figure it out. You have to figure out what statistics are gonna be the most powerful and which ones just kind of muddy the waters and don't really matter to this situation. Which ones are the most relevant? So you really have to determine that and develop a good eye for that type of thing. And then this came up when I was on a strategy call with a nonprofit executive director. Because of some of the things we've put into place, she is now able to focus on a higher level. She is thinking more creatively because she can think more about the strategic concepts. I listen to a lot of podcasts myself as well. And in one I was listening to, she was talking about making sure we really take time to refresh ourselves. Sometimes we get so caught up in the work and the go, go, go and nonstop deadlines that we forget to just step away and take a break. And we almost have to give ourselves permission to do that. And this is so important to avoid decision fatigue and burnout. If you haven't listened to episode 24 about decision fatigue and nonprofit leaders, make sure you go do that right after you listen to this, because that is so important to take care of ourselves and to make sure that we're not getting to that point of burnout. It happens way too often, and it's time to step up and start taking better care of our leaders. Today, I want to talk about 10 ways that grant writers can nurture creativity. And this is something like a muscle. That, yeah, we might be kind of creative, or you might think, oh, I'm not creative. I can't draw. I can't paint a picture. I'm terrible at art. That's not what I'm talking about. If you can bake a really cool cake, if you can landscape a garden that is amazing, if you can make woodworking, whatever it is, maybe you can fix an engine or design a beautiful spreadsheet that makes total sense. The formulas are perfect your thing of creativity is still a type of creativity. It might not be painting a picture, but it's something else. And there are lots of types of creativity. Figure out which ones you are really skilled at and nurture those. And so in grant writing, some ways to nurture creativity is number one, set up templates and systems where possible in your work, and in your writing. What things are you doing over and over? Which things are repetitive that you can create a checklist or a template or something like that so that you're not trying to remember all the steps every time things are getting forgotten, they fall between the cracks just because there was no checklist. If this is somewhere that you struggle in your nonprofit, I can help with this. Book a strategy call and let's get this back on track to help shore up your systems so they can focus on the higher level work. By doing this and having these systems in place, you can minimize some of those brain numbing resources that are required. And then that does give your brain more space to focus on the higher concepts and the bigger things that are required in grant writing. I gave an example of this back in episode 22, and I talked about six types of information to keep on hand before you start grant writing. And by doing that, It will make your grant writing go much more quickly and smoothly because you already have these mundane basic things on hand that you know they're probably going to ask for. They're probably going to want with almost every application. So by having them ready to go, organized and filed, all you have to do is pull it out. You don't have to spend that time chasing those things down each time you're trying to write a grant. And then your grant writing time can be spent focusing on the concepts, the program, the writing and the designing of that project. Number two, when you're stuck or you're trying to work out an idea, try using a different format altogether. Try getting a giant piece of paper or a giant poster board and markers. Remember good old markers back in school? Get those, sit down in the middle of the floor And just start mapping it out and drawing do mind maps or venn diagrams or sketches or whatever sticks with you and works with your brain get a big whiteboard and markers color code things turn on some music something to energize you sometimes just getting away from the computer screen and just letting yourself be messy and creative with the process can really help like if you're trying to figure out a program design and how this should work together with these different partners and how the grant should be structured. Get away from the screen and just go map it out. Then that can help you get unstuck and get moving forward again on your application. Ask questions. This is so important. Sometimes we don't ask because we think we'll look silly or we don't know what to say. Or we don't realize we can ask questions. Believe me, it is okay. If you're working on a grant and you don't know something, ask the funder. That's what they're there for. Make sure you've read through everything so that you understand what's there already, but then call them if there's something that's unclear. I talked about this back in episode 20, and I explained how you can ask some specific questions and some things you can do to increase your chances of winning the grant. But it starts with asking questions. And then sometimes we might need to flip the question. So like in episode 43, for example, instead of asking, do I have what it takes to be a grant writer? How about we flip that and say, how can I start being a grant writer? How can I do this? So instead of doubting yourself, you're asking, okay, let's do this. How can I move forward? Number four, get away from all screens. Put your phone away, put your computer away, and get away. Go for a walk. Try out a new coffee shop. For me, I like to go out and pull weeds in the garden. (laughs) I do not have a green thumb, but I'm pretty good at pulling weeds, as long as I don't pull one of the good plants, too. (laughs) But that is something that's just, it gets me out in nature, gets me outside, gets some sunshine, completely away from screens. It's kind of my therapy, (laughs) my dirt therapy. So something like that, just get away. Go for a walk without your phone. Be outside, be away from your screens for a while, and don't even worry about them. I even log out of my social media accounts sometimes just so I'm not tempted, and I think twice before I log back in and mindlessly check them. So see what you can do to take a break from screens. A very deliberate break to just give your brain a rest. Number five, can you dust off a hobby? Can you bake a new recipe? Is there a sport that you used to enjoy and you haven't done in a while? Maybe read a fiction book for a change. I've gotten to where I read mostly nonfiction nowadays, but once in a while, I like a good old mystery and I still pull one out. Something like that, what can you do just to give your brain a complete change of pace from writing this application? That may seem counterintuitive. If you're stuck on something, you're trying to figure it out and you wanna get it done, Sometimes the very thing you need is a break. You need to do something completely different. I've had some really good ideas when I'm washing dishes (laughs) and nobody bothers me. Everybody leaves me alone because they don't want to get roped into helping. So that's kind of my good think time. So when is your think time and how can you capture those ideas and encourage your brain to come up with those new ideas then? Number six Sometimes it's helpful to call a friend or a colleague for the purpose of brainstorming, of just saying, hey, I need to bounce this idea off of somebody, or I'm stuck on this problem, can you just let me talk it through? I know there are times if my kids have had a really tough high school level math problem. It's been so long since I took those classes and studied it, and the way they teach it now is different. I cannot help them a lot of times, but sometimes just me standing there, looking at it and asking a couple questions and then they're like, oh, oh, I got it. I figured it out. And then they're fine. But it just takes having someone else there, maybe asking a question or two, or they start to explain it and then they realize, oh yeah, this is what I need to do next. Sometimes that just gets you moving forward again. Number seven, look for new solutions. What have you not considered yet? Instead of maybe saying our options are A or B and that's it. How about take that further? Is there maybe another option? Is there a C, D or E that you haven't considered that you could? Can you come up with some other creative solution? Number eight, do something creative that's completely unrelated to grant writing. (laughs) So play an instrument go hiking. I like watching America's Got Talent because there is so much creativity in that show and so much different talent. It's incredible the different things that people bring to the show. And it's a lot of fun to watch that. Number nine, think about how you can best tell the story. Is it better with data and statistics and showing those powerful numbers? Is it better with stories? Is it better explaining the big picture concepts or is it better sharing about that one person that was impacted? Should you explain the need as a whole or should you share that one compelling story? In episode 21, when I interviewed Brandy Van Antwerp, we talked about federal grants and a lot of these concepts, but we also started talking about storytelling and grant writing. And she said there was one that she read in particular where it almost read like a fiction novel, that they just wove the story together. They included all those facts and statistics that they were supposed to have, and they answered the question, but it read like a story. How cool is that? So the content you have to work with might be dry, but take it on as a creative challenge because your writing doesn't have to be. Your writing can be creative and unique and really make the grant stand out. And then number 10, change it up. Maybe this means just drive a different route to work or to the grocery store. Work in a different location. Go to a coffee shop to work. Go to the library. Go to your porch instead of your office if you're working at home. Sometimes just walk away, do something else, and come back to it later. And sometimes this will give you your second wind, and that's all you need to get going again. So there you have it, 10 ways to nurture your creativity as you are working through grant writing. Even in the dry parts, even in the not so exciting parts, how can you make them more interesting to the reader? Remember, there's a person on the other side of everything you write. And so you write for that person. You're not writing for a robot or a machine. You're writing for a person. So nurture yourself and your creativity to be able to write well. If you need help with that, you can join me on the fast track to grant writer because it is open and it is awesome. The people in there are developing the confidence and the competence to be more competitive in their grant applications, and I know that you can too. You can join us at teresahuff.com/vip. What are some ways that you enjoy being creative that we haven't talked about today? Join me in the grant writing simplified group on LinkedIn and tell us about it. I'd love to hear what you do because maybe that will give someone else an idea and help them with their grant writing. Would you do me a favor and share this episode with a friend who is also in nonprofit work? I want to help reach as many people as possible and encourage them in their grant writing and also just in their nonprofit work in general. I want you to know you're not alone in this and I'm here to support you. Okay, I want to leave you with a challenge. What is one thing you will do this week to nurture creativity? And who knows, that one thing might just be the catalyst that will change your world.